0: Yep, we're going live. So we didn't really get a chance to, to chat beforehand. Oh, uh, we're live. Even realer. Yeah,
1: we're live. That's how we roll. Whoops. It's even realer. How's it going, everybody? We're live. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Big Ron we're Barlow the here. Midst. Dusty Hanshaw. And of course, the producer, Scott McNally fresh from
0: your what 2 3 how long are you in australia it was like it was like two and a half weeks something like that i'll i'll tell you what i know we have a bunch of listener questions here and we're still going to have our normal wednesday show so i'll tell you guys i know we had a bunch of people that asked me too i'd love to tell you guys all about it but i'll save that cuz i know we've got a bunch of listener questions and stuff Uh, as much as people want to hear, some people want to hear, they probably, they probably aren't tuning in, dying to listen. That's not the reason, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Right. The only reason I'm here. Right. Don't, don't,
1: don't, don't downplay it. Tell give us a, give us a
0: five. How many stars out of five was the trip? Five out of five. There's no question about that. Yes. Korean air three out of five. I'll tell you guys about that (laughs) later. (laughs) Oh, I know you had troubles getting there. Yeah, dude. It was, it was crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back. And you know, it was it was a nice little break. I had a couple of Monday mornings where I was like, Oh, yeah. I've because the, the, the good thing is nobody else expects anything of me <laughs> on Monday morning. Yeah. So it's not like I, you know, had stuff I had to fill it with. I was like, I kind of just want to pretend like like no one needs to know that no. I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I just kind of had like a little extra Sunday morning. It's good two weeks in a row. I was very happy. Anyways, remember I am mutant.com, mutant, supporting the show. Um remember to go to I am mutant.com, get your protein there, get your Surge. get your aminos. Everyone should be on the gear. Right? Everyone.
2: Fact. Everyone guys, girls, and children, all
1: of them. And now with all yeah. these uh, bikini girls going to the clinics and getting TRT, I think pretty much everyone is on the fucking gear at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: year's been handled
1: <clears throat> so okay you know I've had a lot of women lately ask me they're like should I be taking like four or five milligrams of testosterone a week like I don't know is this uh, the big thing now
0: yeah it's the big thing now yeah yeah And there's people out there that are like uh, oh yeah nobody should ever use antivirus. it's a terrible idea for women you should go straight to testosterone that's that's the, I swear to God, that's the new trend. It's, no, it's what's naturally produced. We need bio bioidentical hormones in our bodies. Uh, so you should be on it and you should just start replacement now because there's a good chance you're going to want to keep cycling. And over time, you're just going to require <laughs> it anyway. Yeah. I also saw, I've seen some stuff.
1: They're like, yeah, you know. Like uh, orals aren't nearly as bad as, on the liver as we used to think they were. You know, they're uh, you know, go ahead, gobble your hundred meg's of Anadrol. The, the readings are just thrown off because the liver's working. It doesn't actually <laughs> mean there's damage. Damage oh. and activity are not the same thing. So oh, yes. like, just because those enzymes are elevated doesn't mean you're damaging your liver. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> lots of Anadrol. But whatever you That's do, the- don't train to failure. But, yeah, be careful. No, never. You got to be really careful with that. The funny
1: thing is, with all that Anadrol, it should be pretty much impossible to train, to, to over-train,
0: <laughs> right? Right? Isn't yeah, that the whole there point is no of, failure. Yeah, you just
1: <laughs> train every single day as hard as possible. Okay. 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 Do we, we sort of already are off structure? We have already completely lost. That's our structure, okay? Okay. Mm-mm. So we didn't do the like, share, subscribe, comment. Yes. And ring the bell. Damn. Right there now. we go. It's like we never left. Every <laughs> Monday I practice that twice. <laughs> Good. Good.
2: Good. I just sat there, just, you know,
1: I got one purpose. Yes. I got to mention this one comment that just came up uh, from Lucas. Dusty's newest cooking video on his channel is a masterpiece. Oh, yeah, a masterpiece. yeah, yeah. What I liked the most was his side chef, amazing duo.
0: Look at this. love it. We're we're back. Dusty's got content on his channel. Yeah, after two years off. Yeah, you stopped for a while, right? Yes,
2: yes. And, uh, you know, finally got off my dead and uh, did something. So it was good. And now, because of the way that people like their content, you do it with your phone. Literally, we filmed it. Yeah, it's not big of a deal. Let me rephrase that. She filmed it. She edited it. She posted it that I was in it. I have the same system in every area of my life. Okay. (laughs) I I come on the show. I take all the credit and I ride off into the sunset when all the work begins.
1: So I think that every, every close friend that we have, the reason they're a close friend is because there's something that they're really able to contribute to your life. Right. That's one of the things that <laughs> that's, that's one of the roles. <laughs> like like you're you know, you know, you can be friends with someone, but if you get real close, it means that you're both contributing to each other. You know, like there's like, you know, there's a there's a lot of give and take going on there. And one of the things that I have learned from being good friends with Dusty Uh-oh. is that there is a way to get a lot done without actually doing any of it yourself. <laughs> and it's this masterful managerial skill that I strive to one day have. His delegation is five out of five stars. He always has someone doing it. I got someone doing that. Yeah, that's yep. going to get done. Yeah, that'll be done. And I, yeah. I just...
2: I, had to, I actually had to, uh, I had to apologize to George last month because uh my invoice wasn't done on time oh sorry I, so i had to reach out to nikki and i'm like why isn't that done hello <laughs> 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 i don't know how to do that i mean where does this even take place so right right. right on it so it was handled Ooh, stressful
0: hey Dustin, are bring you her, just... bring the mic in yeah. a
2: little bit oh Ooh. coming in yes there we go We're if, richer
1: if if you didn't get your check for mutant for like three months would you notice
2: uh... So I, I mean, I, I, one of the two I haven't gotten in months. <laughs>
1: oh, there you go. Okay.
2: So there you go. I mean, I see it. I'm just like,
1: oh, well, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you have some problems in the invoice department by the sounds of it. So maybe you should double yeah, check see. those ones. Yeah. You know? no, that was
2: that, those the podcast ones. I'm like, yeah, they'll get to them. No biggie. Okay.
1: No. Biggie. So, uh, I've, I've had a great weekend. Emily's away. So it's just been me and Jedi you might want to out. work
2: on your delivery of that. I've had a great weekend. Emily's been gone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that was kind of the joke. It was, it was meant to be a little funny. <laughs> you know. But she's had but a great weekend too to without me. So there you go. You know? It's been fun. She went to visit her mom. So what are we doing? What are we talking about?
2: Oh man. We got a we got a list here. Um, I like I'm just reading everyone's uh
0: information over on the side yeah we got a lot of a lot of questions coming in we appreciate you guys and comment keep commenting with questions we've got like a solid hour so we can't really break that that's our format today this is like an extra special uh bonus edition of it's just bodybuilding because we didn't have uh, a regular drugs and stuff so we normally record this today It comes out wednesday we're still going to have our wednesday episode but we wanted to throw this one out to you guys today so yeah keep commenting dusty did you see something that jumped out to you Well, I have one
2: question that came to mind, actually. A good friend of mine, Patrick, sent it over. I showed it to Ah. you already, Scott. Yeah. And here's the question, and it's for Ron directly. So you don't like sandwiches. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But you do like burgers, (laughs) and both things are two pieces of bread with meat on the inside. Please explain.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's not like i won't eat any sandwiches i will make i could make a sandwich like i go to subway sometimes that's a sandwich that is but i'm just saying i would never order a sandwich at a restaurant because i'd have to mod the shit out of it like like be a big problem yeah i don't it's just not even worth my time i don't go there i'm not like that but a, a burger is easy to order plain because that's actually not uncommon like yeah I order plain cheeseburgers with barbecue sauce on the side, and 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 I don't get like any reaction at all. They're like, "Okay, yep." So it's it's a lot more normal. So that's that's where I'm at with that one. Well, what goes on justified? a sandwich then if you're making a sandwich at home? Well, just it would just be. While well, I don't make any sandwiches at home ever, I've never made a sandwich at home. Now I he's think, lying already. He just unless said it's peanut minutes. butter. No, no, no. <laughs> but <laughs> like. You know, like I mean, you know, you build one at Subway. Like, like right, Dusty, you, I have build yours else at do it for me. Go right. Go. You're you at know, Subway. To what do you IQ. say? I get double roast chicken. Yep. Okay. And okay. I'll get like regular cheese, maybe light cheese, maybe half cheese. Hmm. And I will get some barbecue sauce, and that's it.
0: Still got to be the barbecue, though. That's kind of a key element, apparently, in any sandwich Ron eats. It's but well, I'm, yeah, I'm in
1: that genre of guy. I'm not a, any kind of a white sauce guy. That's disgusting. Oh, that Blue know. cheese, ranch, all that shit. Get that stuff. There's never any of that around. Um mustard, not interested. No. Nope. You know. Have you tried the Chick-fil-A sauce? No. I only ate there once. I don't remember. Me
0: too. And that was at the Arnold, right? What? no, the was it the Arnold Dusty? We we ate yes. some Chick-fil-A sandwiches. In the back of the mutant booth, they were probably not on their best game because they were pre-made and sitting there in a tub, you know what I mean? And just like kept heated up for how many hours, I don't know, until we we got them. But I tried, that was the first time I had one, and the sauce was so good that I went out to the grocery store and I bought that sauce. And now I use that sauce on egg sandwiches. That's a great option. it's great, great. It's like 15 yeah. grams of fat, you know, per serving. I probably get like three servings in there, so it's taking my calories way, way up. You know what I mean? We, Not in a good I love way. This. I love all these <laughs> sauces
2: because we actually discussed yesterday on the ride home from the gym. Yeah, get done with leg day, and we discussed Ron's hating of all white sauces and I was so confused because I'm like they're not like the same it's not like ranch and sour cream are not the same
1: no no I see that the color is just a coincidence cream. okay it's yeah. just okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just hate it all yeah I <laughs> so just not noticed racial. that no no I just noticed that over time all the sauces <laughs> that were irritating me happened to be white yeah <laughs> it was just the neighborhood I was in maybe I don't know <laughs> Amazing!
0: All right, we got a bunch of stuff Uh, here, guys. We've got fifty minutes left with this episode, so we we have to get down to some serious business because there's a lot of serious questions here. Um, I'm gonna start out with this one just because it's the first one I saw that was an actual question from Justin. He says at Planet Fitness, you have a normal chance of injury, can't alter the equipment or bring your own, uh, and you forgot your headphones. What is this even a question? Oh, oh, I'm not sure. oh, here we go. It's Was a two-part. Part. Two? It's a two-part. And you forgot your headphones once a week, no earplugs allowed. Would you rather train at your usual gym, but you're guaranteed to have a muscle tear, <laughs> pec, bicep, quad, etc. cetera, um, every five every years? Every five years. <laughs> or you get to
1: train at Planet Fitness. Oh, Oh, at this stage in my life, I'm going to Planet Fitness, and I'm just going to go retire and use the pin-loaded machines that count your reps for you. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's that's funny. Do you do you just put up? How bad are the tears? Like, do you don't require <laughs> surgery? Is it just just get a bruise? of yeah. like a couple weeks off. That oh, really does it matter. matter. I got a weird bruise under here. This yeah, bruise, I heard a pop. I this bruise goes away. You do you know, hear that pop? Fine, but yeah, yeah no. <laughs> You know, my arm feels fine, but I got a little purple on it. You know, is that is that what he means? Because I can handle that. Because it pretty much <laughs> every time is how I lived, anyways. Yeah, had it <laughs> every <laughs> five years, either way. That's pretty much the whole thirty years of bodybuilding for me it was about every five years I had something purple, and I was like, uh, "Do I have to get this looked at?" Yeah. Um, yeah. And as long as it cosmetically still looked good, I was like, "Oh, I'll just leave it. It's going to heal." Well, yeah, um, deco, so yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. I could handle that. Maybe, maybe oh, that's, my, that's my pick. That's my pick. How about All you, Dusty? I'm not, I'm not scared of tears. He didn't say ruptures. Yeah,
2: that's a good point. I, I'm, he said I'm glad tears. that Ron, Ron always looks at things a little further than I do. I immediately was like, oh, no. I hear that word and I run, you know. But now <laughs> it's like, well, every five years, I mean, that's less often than I do it already. So it sounds like my, my, my training life's getting better if I just stay at the gym. <laughs> that's
1: funny oh he just he just replied surgery required oh i'll be at planet okay. fitness i'll be at planet yeah. fitness. <laughs> Ooh, I'll get get the biggest
0: arms i can get at planet fitness yeah and i you get a good free one pizza once a week there we go that's true patreon question from scott he says um how do each of you do your diet slash peds now that you're retired specifically do you still bulk slash cut or just maintain body weight um what's the highest your gear gets now no. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I, 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 for anyone that missed it, I haven't done a cycle for years and years. So I'm dire. several dire. years I into. Oh, um, I did Friend. do a four week blast when I thought I was going to audition for that Disney movie. What? What Disney Remember movie? That, that was no. like a couple years ago. I told you. You didn't guys even about tell that. us about that. Not on the show, oh, you didn't. yeah no, I had this agent call me and he's like, Hey, how big and ripped can you be? You'd be perfect for this thing. And I was like, uh, how long do I have? And he goes, you got six weeks. And I was like, Oh shit. So I think I did like 300 master on and like, like I still just use one mil test, but I think I did like 300 Masteron and a couple Winstrol tabs for like four weeks. And I put on like, I remember my training partner will remember it, but I put on like 15 pounds of muscle easy. And, um, and then he called me and he's like, ah, they're changing the character, they're going with a different character. You're not gonna uh, work anymore. So I never yeah. got it. But that was what like three years been. ago. Yeah. And the most I do is 200 mig- uh, two hundred megs of test a week. And I sometimes yeah. forget. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it is harder to remember when you're on true TRT and you're just doing it once a week. Yeah. I'll be yeah. like, oh, it
1: has been 10 days? Shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: That's like everyone I talked to that has switched. Uh, for me, um, two hundred is the always, but I have definitely I've done four hundreds or so. I haven't taken anything with it for a really long time, um, but I'm going to now that uh, yes. now now that someone in the house is doing like doing a show. I'm like, and she's killing me already. Yeah, like it's not good. So the other she day, some, some guy was, was mocking me because I said, uh, "So here's the deal: when we're doing like." For like like RDLs, she just tries to do half of whatever I do, yeah. Like reps and everything. And so the other day I posted up, I did uh, four ninety five for ten on uh, dead stop RDLs, and the guy crazy. commented and he goes, "Oh, and she did two fifty," and he was like laughing. I'm like, "No, she did two seventy five." I was like, "So actually, right. she did more." And that just, that doesn't work for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. So probably she, take more drugs than I ever have.
1: She um, did kind of brag <laughs> to me. She did kind of say to me that she was uh, not, she was more than halving your weights now. And that was becoming a problem for you. Yeah. That's, so. We just do back every day now so that I never lose. <laughs> <laughs> no pressing. about against rules,
2: But no, so I yeah. will, um, between now and the Olympia, <laughs> I'm going to do just a small like 500 test and 300 mastron to see what will happen. I don't, that's yeah. the only drugs I like to lean to because they always feel as dumb as it sounds. But the the best option when you're an old man adding something in to me is Mastron.
1: Yeah, I just want, I just don't want my body weight to go up. I'm trying to stay under 240, but it's hard. Like I'm, you know, 243 for no reason and all the time and trying to get down. 239 is kind of, when I hit that, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to stay under 240. So I couldn't take anything. Like if I threw, if I threw in like, anything i would probably gain 10 pounds (laughs) 100 additional milligrams yeah 100 would probably do something right because i still like you know i still i'm still training really hard so um yeah so i'm just trying to keep my weight down so that's why i don't do anything yeah because 200 isn't ron home from the olympia at 250 for
0: sure (laughs) 200 isn't that high Two hundred isn't that high on tests. No, you know and sometimes it's two fifty.
1: It, it it depends. Sometimes I do two fifty if I'm using an underground bottle.
0: Yeah, but and it if might have even be. Pharma-
1: <laughs> I use my pharmacy bottle. It's two hundred, right? You might even be out of range though with it. I mean, do you do you you get it checked, right? Yeah. So when my I got my blood work last time. um yeah. What's the top? Oh yeah, that that normal range eight to twenty eight. Okay. You know, I was Ours twenty is different. not. Yeah, that's just your total test, eight to twenty-eight, or uh, free test, eight to twenty-eight, and mine was twenty-nine. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. I was out of range by one. Yeah, so and ours are funny. ours are
2: hundreds, not not twenty-eights, twenty-nines. So yeah, yeah it's a here, different like four hundred like, to nine hundred or something like that. Is this is like nanogram isn't? per deciliter or whatever, but yeah, yeah. I can't remember.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. what about what about this one, guys? Uh, and this is something I I see a lot of people run into. Uh, I'm lacking in the arm department been using push pull legs for two three years and I want to change the split thoughts on chest shoulders by wait chest shoulders buys then legs and then back and tries split and repeat I think if you're lacking in the
2: arm department and you're not lacking anywhere else they need a day yeah you you, at some point you can't be an afterthought and then wonder why it looks like an afterthought for a long time So I I would prioritize arms at this point because he said two to three years. So that means there's no alteration to that same split that's going to make your arms become a focus. Yeah,
1: I would I would have an arm day and then I would have if you need it. um, If you have to add volume, I would add like three, two or three (coughs) sets of, you know, on of tries on chest day and maybe two or three sets of ba- of buys on back day. So you kind of be tapping arms twice, you know, be hitting on them once a week and then tapping <clears> them again. You know, that sort of strategy might might come in later if needed. I don't yeah, know how I mean, behind his arms are.
0: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> but yeah, i've I've seen I've seen people. I remember there was a time when I was like, I've never seen it work, but i I've I've seen people bring stuff up by, I mean, just adding a little bit of extra work sometimes, you know. Especially when you train hard, like adding one set is a lot of added volume. Yeah. You know, especially if it's like a 20 rep set of something, you know, on like another day, it's a
0: lot of volume, right? I think it's a good problem. You know, it's a good problem to have if, if he's been doing push pull legs, focusing on the big, basic body parts, you know, Mm -hmm. the big, big body parts. And it's like arms are going to be a lot easier to bring up than your back is or your quads are. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. it's a good, hopefully problem we have, yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. so yeah, you know. and, and a related note, then, what about this one guys um what do you got what are your thoughts on f s t seven training? I've been training for twelve years and wanting to put size on my legs, um as this is a slow growing lagging body part of mine now, I know that when uh Hani first came out with f s t seven it was to bring up the arms, like that was the first f s t program, and it was basically like, you know, hitting arms as you normally would. But then at the end of the workout and then doing it again later in the week, you would do like seven pump sets is what it really came out to with short rest breaks in between. Some people right. said that you had to be on insulin to to make the most out of that. I don't I, I tried it and this is years ago. I had tried it. And I think that just like you were saying Ron, having that extra volume, you know, is what what helped. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. What do you guys think? I mean, overall. um, Anything, you know, anything that's
1: that's a little bit requires a little bit of grinding usually produces some kind of result. This comes back uh-huh. to training hard, you know, you know, I mean, I'm I know that a lot of people when they tried FST seven back when the DVDs came out and everything. Remember all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Um, I. I remember them saying, Oh yeah, it's the hardest I've ever trained in my life following huh. this program. And I'm hmm. like, Oh, well, There's your there answer. you go. <laughs> There's your answer. Right. You know? So like, I, I just think that that's, you know, it, I mean, one of the things that might be great about FST seven is you might think it's fun there. That's hmm. not a bad problem to have too. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think it all comes back to just training intensity and training hard. And, 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 you know, if you're, if everything's the same and you add some volume, like another couple of sets that's more total workload you know and all the studies that we're looking at now are based on like volume per week and everything like that so we know that there's a lot of good studies coming out that that talk about like there that new study that i posted a chart for the other day that said you know to to get 6% uh, hypertrophy over baseline only required 4 sets a week but then to right. get to 8% required 12 sets. And then to get to 10% required like, you know, so so the 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 all the bang is in the first few sets. You know? So everything above that will, you know, possibly bring gains but at a much lower payoff, so you just have to keep that in mind. Yeah.
2: I think the only thing I would add, which has nothing to do with the training option he's looking at, is a lot of guys, when they're when they're having issues with their legs growing, uh, I've learned to start putting people on unilateral training, Maybe hmm. not exclusively, but doing more, feeling their body work. You know, Bulgarian split squats are a death sentence that I like to put people through on the regular because you're so locked into one leg to every part of the motion. The po- you know, the, the negative, the control, the pauses, all of the above. That stuff's enormous. Time and attention is enormous for leg training. Pauses. I mean, you know, Ron taught me that just to avoid injury. And it's become my favorite thing is, you know, coming down on a leg press and pausing for a two count before going back up. That makes that rep hell every single time. And now I'm doing 30 of them, you know. So suggestions uh, without changing your training program. But I really do think getting into that unilateral and focusing on one leg at a time is Hmm. is pretty incredible i could see that and jesse uh is competing this weekend for the record who just dropped another 20 he's got his first show coming up no kidding looking absolutely awesome worked with uh kenny walk for posing. which i told him the the first time he called kenny i said uh hey tonight when you send me your pictures you're gonna realize that he can put 20 pounds on you in five minutes (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, and it was night and day so it was super cool to see so he's competing this weekend and has been a machine the entire prep so very very fun and i'm looking forward to this and of course he's dying to uh switch gears and, and start putting the size back on yeah everyone's yeah.
1: i i i helped a guy speaking of putting 20 pounds on in five minutes i helped a guy not too long ago and i you know it just reminded me like I get a little bit jaded sometimes. Posing is so important, you know? Like, yeah, oh Yeah. And, and he, he, he goes, Hey, would you have a look at me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like I know the guy, right? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll look. And he's posed and I'm like, okay, do your front relaxed again. And he does it. I'm like, no, do your lat spread. And he does his lat spread. And I'm like, why is your lat spread 10 times better than your front relaxed? Right. It should be pretty much as good. Like yeah, it's just your arm moving. <laughs> like I, I go do lat spread and now just let your, now just take your hands away yeah and i'm like there there's your front relaxed and he goes holy shit (laughs) (laughs) it was just like this little thing right but yeah yeah man just kenny kenny's probably got he's i would love to see some of the biggest craziest like five minute differences that he's ever worked with just because of the sheer number of people he's seen he must have oh yeah yeah oh yeah you know you can show a guy how to do his first back double bicep properly they're like oh (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right. So we didn't cover part of that last question. Thank you, Scott. He, he sent us a super chat as well. He said, thanks for answering my PED question. Oh, do, do you we guys- still do balks and cuts? And, and specifically, I brought that back too. Well, because he gave us a super chat, first of all. So thank you. But also, Dusty, we need to get a little further into this. Because you might be turning the gear up, but you already have like you're eating like a bodybuilder now. Right. Like you you went to like the five meals a day again. right? Yes. Yeah. I'm back up to five a day. I'm not eating a ton yet,
2: but I'm just eating more. And the the scale started climbing immediately. So I was like, now I'm implementing a little more cardio to try to keep it under control. I don't want to just get big again you know so i actually threw a through a target and i'm like well we're doing the at the olympia i just want it to be noticeable yeah that i put effort in because the answer is question for the last two years after my surgery i haven't done anything i just eat because i'm human and need to eat food yeah and that's it and and the fallback is just that as a bodybuilder you will always eat like a bodybuilder even if you don't eat very often like, yeah eggs and oats or you know cream of rice has been my breakfast since forever. You know, a meal is chicken and rice or steak and rice. That's what you eat unless you're eating out. So the only difference is it was maybe 3 meals a day and now it's 5 and I'll work my way back up to 6 just cuz as we've discussed Ron, I hate uh eating till I'm stuffed. So I'd rather eat 6 smaller ones than 5 big meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> utilize <clears throat> the that
1: isosturge the, 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 Util- the four you- grams of test um, utilize <clears throat> those shakes man don't put yourself through all that force feeding I have like two or three liquid meals a day
2: yeah we got we have like five flavors at the
1: house now so it's yeah. pretty awesome I'm like when i was three, when, when i was like <laughs> 320 330 i would have like three shakes a day and i'd count them as meals yeah, so i'd right. eat you know of my six meals like at least two of them were shakes So, you know, anyone that said whey protein, I'm like, oh, whey protein works awesome, man. Digests really good. It's like low fat. It's great protein. It's also fast. I don't want to sit and eat for 10 minutes. Yeah. Don't Don't feel like like you (laughs) got to stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, you're you're 39 now, Dusty. You're getting up there. 29. (laughs) Still. (laughs) You'll always be 39 to me, Dusty.
0: (laughs) I appreciate that. All right. We got Scott. How about this one? Uh, hey, guys, love the show. How would you guys carb load to a show? Would you guys do 8 to 10 grams per kilogram for three days or six? Ooh, It's a trick question. Well, ideally, if
1: someone's in fantastic shape, I kind of like to do a normally, at that stage, all things being right we would have a high day that we've already used several times yeah Uh so you have this high day and you just know what the results of it are because you've used it a few times Uh and i would say you know maybe we do a a week out maybe they hit a high day and then they so saturday might be a high day and then back down to the diet on sunday and then a high day monday and then back down the diet on tuesday and sometimes you can throttle in and you can kind of fill a guy out really nicely with no you know what I mean? It's just nice, gradual eat into the show. And that sort of like alternating days of, of doing that uh, seems to give a really predictable result, which is always nice. And I th- one of the things that I've learned is, I mean, you want a predictable look yes. Saturday morning. Yes. And that can be more important than going for it. Or, yeah. you know, there's a point where risk is not worth. You know what the predictable look doing this is going to be, and that's going to be a great look. And that's that's a real nice thing to have. You can always feather it a bit. You know, you throttle up and throttle down as you go in, right? But but kind of knowing, that's the that's the best way. Instead of like, you know, worst case scenario is you starve the shit out of somebody until they weigh in so they can make weight.
0: Yeah, And then Amen. you've got
1: to try and f- make them look great the next day, and you have like 18 hours. I mean, that's just like that's not fun for anybody right no. so you want to do the opposite of that yep. which is take a week to eat in into the show
2: I, i'm laughing because you jesse just put that uh super chat in and, and ron has now verbally told him what we're doing because i'm <laughs> laughing because we just did like a low and then we did a high and I was like i'll oh, we'll do another high and i said tomorrow will definitely be low and he's competing right. saturday you know what i mean it's like i've right. <laughs> just yeah. he's over here going oh okay that's good that ron's uh reiterating what we're already doing because I I think that's the magic is we you know this Ron like it was never like with Chris the last day I would eat potatoes with each meal like eight ounces before you know six times and that was it everyone's like what'd you carb up on I'm like I mean I ate carbs Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I carved up on anything Yeah. yeah I ate like I had the entire prep and then we just had one or two more meals which like you said we had done many times before so it wasn't like we were wondering what was going to happen that roll the dice people do blows my mind it's like if you chris used to always say if you shoot if you come in at 95 percent, you should beat everyone if you shoot for
0: 100 and miss you're 80 and now you're screwed yeah or 100 or you hit 105 and you spilled you know yeah (laughs) and you got problems and you wake up with problems yeah it's
1: never fun man it's never fun yeah
0: I I love it because we were all three on the exact same exact same page with this and that I will say that, you know, 15 years ago, the way I had been taught, we would do like something special for a carb load. And and I think back then, too, my approach was different, like all, all around for bodybuilding, because part of it was maybe the constrictions of having my job, but I had to take time off to do a show. And uh, I think about like a guy like Nick Vicolo, who's one of my longtime clients now. And he was able to like finagle it. So his boss let him take a couple personal days for this last show we just did this season. And that way he could still keep his vacation time. But like you, I would have to pick like, am I going to do a show or am I going to do a vacation? You know, and right. and so I would have to, you know, have that show locked in. And that was the only show I did. And back then, the way my coach had taught me, it was almost like and you guys may have may have felt this way too, it was almost like you had to be ready, like you dieted really hard into the show. You wanted to be your absolute best coming into the show so that you like got to your absolute leanest that week. And there was almost a thought like after that you would, you would be past your peak and then it wouldn't be able to continue going on kind
1: of thing. Yeah, I remember when everyone used to be afraid of being ready too early?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to be ready too early. I remember so people you... saying that to me. Like, yeah. oh,
1: yeah, you know, like, you want to come in right, you know, like, right, you know. And I remember just, you know, this is the way we thought differently, you know, we thought yeah. differently back then.
0: And I've seen this, definitely changed. like my legs would shrink up from doing a bunch of cardio and yeah. I put more size on my legs and guess what? They still shrank up. And eventually, and it was in part through talking with Skip because I was like, oh, yeah, I lose muscle, you know, he's like but do you really lose muscle or does it come back after the show? You know, he was like, maybe you're just going flat. This was like 2015, 16. He said the 16, he said this to me and it really rang a bell. And I thought about it. And so here's what I, the analogy I've come up with when you're dieting really hard, you get super depleted. And here in Michigan, we can, this is my analogy. Now we, we can wash our car outside in the yard, like four months a year. Okay. and, when the spring comes and you're going to do that, you pull that sponge out of the bucket. It's been sitting in there for like seven months. It's dry and it, it you go to dunk it in the water and it doesn't want to absorb the water at first. It just bounces right back out. And I yeah. almost feel like when you've been so depleted for so long, you throw carbs at it and it's like that sponge that just bounces right back out of the water. It doesn't absorb it. But the next week you go to wash your car it's already kind of there. You know what I mean? And you put mm-hmm. the sponge in and it just soaks the water right up immediately. And that's the way I feel our muscle is, you know, if you can if you can do exactly what you guys have said, where you're able to do a high day, then do a low day. Then get used to that high day and just kind of cruise on in. You don't have mm-hmm. to do anything crazy. We don't need to throw a bunch of insulin and in 800 grams of carbs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On top yeah. of the diet in order to get you in because you're already, you know, somewhat full. So i don't know Mm -hmm. that's that's exactly what i've done i i had a guy recently who wanted i think to do more he was like well are we going to use like growth hormone and insulin and men's good men's physique guy uh and at master's dude he's like 59 he beat everybody including guys that were like 50 you know and um yeah he, he wanted to do a bunch of stuff but i kept telling him i was like no man just hold on you know we're just gonna keep doing this he's like well what are we doing different i was like well we're we're doing exactly what we did we didn't cut water or anything and you know, he did really well. So anyway, I got yeah. you guys 100. I
1: I love the uh, the sponge analogy because I had that exact conversation with myself a few weeks ago about how, you know, it's like you, if the system's not primed, yeah, to hold carbs, it's like it just like, you know, like when you feed a guy 800 grams of carbs three days in a row and he doesn't really get any fuller,
0: yeah, it's
1: like bizarre, you know. Yeah. But but then, like, suddenly, you know, day
0: four, five, six, he's like, oh, well, there we go. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's usually, like, three weeks after the show when we would see yeah. it back then. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got here, guys. Um, oh, eh, I'll throw this one up here because it was asked. I know you probably have a good reason for not doing it anymore, but I miss the old "It's Just Bodybuilding" intro where Dusty and Ron are throwing some weights. Uh, <laughs> still sing at the start of each episode. Yeah, a lot of people like the intro, guys. That we don't we don't really do the intro anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you like it better that way, don't you, Ron? You like the you like sequence. Yeah, you like the 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 like the the slow starter, the 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 natural start, right?
1: I, don't, I think we had, a, didn't we have a discussion about this? And I was like, yeah, no, it served its purpose. You know, like I thought it was great when we had it. And then whenever we right. stopped using it, I sort of thought it was the natural evolution of the show. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah,
1: ah, I, I don't want to watch myself do hammer inclines with Dusty anymore. You yeah. know, moving like, on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all for just getting for to it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? All right. What I about just want to see one? Dusty smoking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which I was um, just doing. I found out I stopped breathing 110 times in an hour and have severe sleep apnea. How much does a CPAP change your life, you guys? Do you guys wow. Know? Uh,
2: I never had one because I don't have sleep don't, apnea, so I don't know. I don't
1: have one either. But, yeah, I, but, I, but I do know that people love them. <laughs> I, I did know. I've, I've known a few guys that got CPAPs, and then within like four to six months, they were saying stuff like, I'm having the best off season I've had in ten years. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's definitely I mean sleep. Meh. Is it important? Week. <laughs> you know? I've been sleeping really well. I have made a few conscious, um, what's the the buzzword that everyone loves? Sleep hygiene choices lately. <laughs> And, uh, I noticed I've been dreaming a lot more and I've been, you know what I mean? Wait, I get up to take a leak in the middle of the night and I'm like, wow, I was just on a ride. (laughs) Like, and I go take my leak and I'm like, that was awesome. I could get back to that. And I get back to try to not like think of too much and to go right back to sleep. You know, Keep
2: right back to that dream. Yeah,
1: yeah, man. And then when I wake up in the morning, my alarm goes off. I'm, I, I've woken up like several mornings in a row now. and been like, holy smokes, I was just in like the middle of something. Yeah, you know. And uh I even like, you know, came out the other day and and was making coffee, and I was like, I just had it crazy. So you know how if you don't talk about it right away, you'll forget or about you'll it, lose it. Yes. Yeah, and I just started telling her what was going on, and she's just looking at me like, what the, heck? you know. <laughs> But I'm just wondering if the if the sleep hygiene choices that I made yeah. uh, have something to do with all that. Good. So if mushrooms you know, are
2: included in the hygiene, um,
1: yeah, no, it's all pharmaceutical. <laughs> <laughs> I am just
2: making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, I, I assume that that's what you guys
1: sleep hygiene means—drugs, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not
0: what it means. I was trying yeah. to be cool. Amazing. So this I want to say for the people at home. uh, So I've had a CPAP for the last 10, 15 years now. And this is the difference between somebody with average genetics to somebody who is an IFBB pro. Running and Dusty, they get to be 300 pounds. And they're like, I never had a problem sleeping. It's never been an issue in my life. Me, I'm 230, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: amazing. It's the truth. Tr- yeah, no, well, when, you, when, you, when, you, when I discuss, like, bodybuilding genetics, I think of the old equalizer on my brother's stereo and how it had, right. like, 24 <laughs> slides on it, right? Yeah. And one of those slides is body's ability to cope with weight yeah absolutely right and yours is like like two (laughs) (laughs) right you're gonna choke to death you know (laughs) you're gonna like hurt your back you know
2: know? oh man the equalizer is true because i I had that the other day someone was like what what do you take for what was your favorite supplement you've ever used for joints i'm like i've never (laughs) <laughs> take anything for joints, and literally the very next section, very next life. question, very next question was, "What's your favorite digestive?" Aid? I'm like, "Hmm, never taken one of those either." Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like oh, no, no. I suck at this answer.
1: <laughs> I know. I, so many people come up to you, they're like, "Do you take digestive enzymes?" I'm like, "No." Like, did you, you took them when you were competing though? I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) like now I just didn't really, like I had enzymes here and there. I'd have people say, oh, you got to get these. And I'd take a bottle and then just like continue on with my life. Yeah. So I don't know. Still in
2: his cupboard right now, actually.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) I, I take more subs now than ever because I'm taking, you know, I got like the citrus bergamot and like, you know, the, Mm -hmm. cardiovascular health stuff and i got the nad and i got all like a little bit of anti-aging and ubiquinol for the and vitamin k for the ticker all that stuff so i'm taking way more now and almost none of it has to do with bodybuilding it's all it
2: does actually it's it's getting back from your bodybuilding (laughs) yeah
1: yeah 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 i'm trying to to apologize
0: to my body is basically what i'm doing just apologizing every day we had an AI question. He kind of has it strown through this. There's a bunch of posts. He says, uh, our AI is absolutely necessary for, pre- for uh, prep peak week. Um, they make me feel like crap and um, I have no gyno issues. Now he said that, I think he said something, 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 Arimidex, Just that one word there. And then he says, and my coach wants me to use Letro on peak week. So it looks like a Rimadex, two milligram no two times a week. Oh. Uh and then the, he wants them to add letro, uh at this time, something like that. Basically doubling up. So Yeah. Do you wanna go
1: first, Dusty?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I you wanna use as little AIs as possible, in my opinion, for the majority of the time. But having side effects doesn't mean it's it's not something you need to look at. You know, like my Mm. when i get my blood panels done estradiol is always in a great range and i don't ever take anything but when i was coming into a show and wanted to look like sandpaper oh yeah i took a lot of arimidex. i was taking one a day for two weeks makes you feel like hell but it also makes you look like sandpaper so
1: i took the trade right I remember both eras because I remember for the 99 Albertas, which I won, and it was one of the best conditions I ever got in. It was just that dumb kid peeled. Yeah. Just like, love it. Like, like I was prepared to die to win that show on conditioning. Love and uh, that was best. a show that I did. That was my poverty prep where I took 500 tests. I did 500 tests in a bottle of Clen. That's all I did for that whole prep. I got absolutely peeled. I was 240 on stage and I took one Novadex a day for the last 10 days. That's yep. all we had back 20, then. We didn't even have a Rimidex. Yeah. Right. Just think of all those shows in the 90s. Think of Dorian. Dorian wasn't using a
0: Dorian
1: wasn't on Metro. They didn't even have AIs. Yeah. They didn't have them. It's crazy. And the conditioning was sick because they got peeled. And they didn't like... Also, another thing is I think that one of the things that people neglect to talk about is when you're on a shit ton of drugs, I think it's harder to come in shredded because Hmm. there's so much stress on your body. You got all that stuff, all that volume of shit going through your kidneys and stuff. And you wonder why you have a layer of water on you and stuff. That's... I just... I don't know, man. I think that that's part of it. So um, now, as far as the actual AIs go, I remember preps. I remember preps where I took a remadex a day for like three months. We did that. I went through that phase. We did that. We did that lots. Like that was the Mm -hmm. like mid, like early 2000s era when a remadex showed up. Everyone's like, oh, this is an anti-aromatase compound. Take it every day. Yeah. And, um, so we would use it like the whole prep. Right. Um, so, you know <laughs> My shoulder hurts <laughs> thinking about taking yeah. a milligram of Arimidex every day. <laughs> you know? But it, I mean it's I, I I just I don't know. I, I think that um or like Arimidex just instead of going two Arimidex a week and adding Letro, why don't you just take more Arimidex? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I never got you know into what I mean?
2: taking all the extra stuff either. Um, we just, I mean, Chris would just have me add a RemedX, you know, and we always kept it real low the whole way. And at the very end, like I said, two or three weeks, we'd shove it down. And I mean, I couldn't deny the change and I was already sliced out of my head, but it does it just literally turn the way this, it, for me, the way the skin looked, it was like, Oh, now hey, you're transparent. Uh, <laughs> I I know, I know that
1: there's, there's no proof that these are related cause they might just be coincidental. But I remember last year. I had two clients where they was like Thursday before the show, and I was like, "Hey, take an extra Rimdex because I didn't have them pounding it. They were just taking their normal dose. So it's like yeah, take an yeah. extra Arimidex today and tomorrow, and they take an extra Rimdex. They wake up the next day like I'm two pounds lighter and I'm shredded. I'm like, huh? I wonder if that's because they're already <laughs> so close to being ready that yeah. you wonder if just a little bit just puts them over the edge, right? The touch, you know? Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I think the okay. the You know, we used to run a lot more AIs than people do now, like maybe like 2008 era. I remember stacking Arimidex and Letro and feeling like absolute garbage. But I've also, yeah, I've also used less and was still able to, you know, get in really good shape. And I've had people use less now. I think the thing that I didn't really think about was that you can only take your estrogen so low before it hits zero you know what i mean and it's like beyond that what are you really doing so but i would talk to his coach because he said his coach wants him to do this so i'd almost maybe have a conversation with him about that and at the end of the day it's his choice so he could say hey if i don't but i would definitely let your coach know what you're doing you know what i mean otherwise Uh you're not on the same page i guess you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah yeah i don't know All right.
1: When people say they have coaches, I'm always like, well,
0: I'll talk to you, but I don't
1: want to like tell you what yeah, to do. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Recently started DC training, um, and how the weights are going up is sometimes, to me, astonishing. Cheers, uh, just appreciation for you guys. I thought that was a nice comment. Actually, I thought it was Absolutely. a question.
2: So I-, <laughs> I put it up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get I, to the end before I threw it up. Yeah.
1: I, I just want to add something to that. The DC comment. Yeah. um, That's one of the main reasons why I think everyone needs to try. Well, everyone who's trying to get huge needs to try some very low volume training for a while. Yeah. And it's because there's something about it. I think it's one of the ways that you teach yourself to really, truly go absolutely all out on a set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and I think that that's an important skill. And I think that that's mainly what happens when people go to DC and they have these crazy, like, Oh, my first year on DC, I put on, yeah, I put like a plate on every single lift and I gained, you know what I mean? Like you hear that. So Dusty's seen it a million times. Mm -hmm. That's just that that's a phase that they go through because of their leveling up on their training intensity so much and their progression and their mindset and all that stuff. So it's like a training program for mindset of progression which is why I love DC, you know, that style, you know, low volume stuff, Dorian style, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, people know that in the back of their heads, um, whether they mean to or not, they're saving something when they have 26 sets left.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But if you're doing five sets today and you leave two reps on the table, you just wasted 20% of your workout and you know it. Yeah. So and that if, that's bothers me. That's what happens. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that would keep me up at night when I was younger, <laughs> like if I knew, because you can't get it back. It sounds ridiculous, but I mean, when, when you're doing back, you know, every third workout and you just left 20% of your workout on the table and you're genetically not made for this, you can't, you know. So, yeah. it, it, like you said, Ron, it teaches you. And then when you start doing more volume later in your career, Um, whether it's to bring up body parts or whatever you know how to draw on that energy with more volume
1: yeah 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 Yeah. what was Paige's comment that you put up scott
0: uh she had a question too so i'm going to throw that one up um for blood work do you guys take three days off the gym before getting work done so stress is lower um do you cut caffeine at all would you also suggest no gym after blood work
2: I do the three days off for sure. Dante's jammed that into my head for a, over a decade. Yeah. So, three days, nothing intense before going in, uh, going super, super, super hydrated, but also fasted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always book my appointment for like nine in the morning. Yeah. So, I just get up and drink like a liter of water with some salt in it. So, I'm like, you know, hydrated and you get accurate blood work and then just go get it done. No. Um, I don't like cut caffeine the day before or anything like that. I just don't mm-hmm. have any the morning of, yeah. and uh, and yeah, I would go. I go straight to the gym after I eat breakfast. Like, <laughs> like I don't, they, they don't Agreed. take that much blood. It's not like you're low on blood. Like, they don't take much. It's like we think they we they see all these vials lined up, and it's like barely like anything. Yeah, you know, right. So don't worry about that. And you're not donating blood. That's a different situation. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wait for at least two meals
2: on
0: that one. Yeah. C- can Dusty <laughs> do a backflip into a pool? Which don't, if you, if you can't, I don't want to see you try. I, we want to keep you safe, Dusty.
2: No. I don't know where that came from. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I think that's somebody who doesn't like me. They want to see me go for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> There's nothing athletic I can do at all. with a high enough fall he might do a flip yeah Yeah. exactly just like yeah if i
2: get
0: shoved (laughs) from a cliff all right um oh and i want to mention tina by the way so tina uh one of our newer followers so she has an incredible story so she said uh recovering from my first show she also had another comment where she just said hey um so she is a master's competitor. She literally just competed in her very first show. And uh, she looked fantastic. She she told her whole story over at the Think Big Facebook group where she had lost her husband. She went through a period of time where she was depressed. She got into running. And then she found, uh, you know, fitness and bodybuilding. She looked freaking incredible. Like, she looked outstanding. I would have never guessed even that she was a Whoa. master's competitor. Like, Skin was perfect and everything in really great shape. So shout out to her. Awesome. Damn.
1: Okay. Yeah. So got I, got if I running. go on the
0: Facebook, if I go on the
1: Facebook group, I can
0: Yeah, read I'll her find, story. Yeah. I'll tell you what too. I'll find her picture and I'll bring it up while I <clears throat> pull this next question up here too. So we've got one from Gamboni law and uh, this is a, a lawyer friend of ours. He says um, thoughts on squats and deadlifts only for legs If you don't have access to uh, machines, if you hit legs twice a week, one day squats and one day deadlift or both each session. I know that he trains from home, so he's been Uh setting up a really cool home gym. And it sounds like, but of course, you know, we're always, we're we're most limited in our home gym is going to be on leg day, right? right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, you could still do a lot with that.
1: You know, you could write up a program where, you know, One day, you're front squatting and doing conventional deadlifts. And then the next time you train legs, you're back squatting and doing RDLs. You know, like there's uh, some cool things you could do with that and construct two different leg days. Um, You know, you could do some wide stance box squatting. and get real strong at those. And then another day could be, you know, sets of 10 with your feet close, deep ass, high bar squatting you know, bodybuilder style. So there's a, a lot of things you could do with just those two, you know, uh two uh things available to you. And um as far as like one day squats and one day deadlifts or both each session, I, th- I think it just comes down to your total volume over the course of the week. You could try both, you know, you could see if if you can squat twice a week, even if you vary it, like front squats, you know, Monday and then back squats on Friday or something like that. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um try to have two leg days that were both. Um, and if you can recover from it and get stronger and stuff, that's awesome. If not, you might just have to do, you know, squats Monday, deadlifts Thursday or something. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be what I would probably lean for, just depending on how much. Like you said, there's... I could put together a brutal workout with a barbell, plates, and a couple dumbbells. You'll yeah. be good. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that that's where... The gyms have kind of cursed us in a way because we have all this extra stuff, but you really get away from the stuff that works the best. I mean, you know, that time period where we all couldn't go to the gyms, but I had a gym anyways, the gym was very limited and it got me back to just pulling. deads, rows, different variations of bar on ground with weight on it. And then my back started growing and I was retired and I was like, I'm not even trying. This is just doing the hard stuff because it was all we had. So I would embrace what you have in that gym and and be stunned with what you're going to create with it.
1: Yeah. He could could do lunges too, even if it's just in the squat rack, like single leg, like all one leg, and then switch. Boom, boom, boom. He could lunge in there and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Get after it.
0: I like the Bulgarians. I feel like that's going to do something to you that any, you you know, just as good as any machine would. No one likes those. You're a liar. If – (laughs) <laughs> it, it, well, I like to tell other. I like to tell other people to do them. Yeah. I do them. I didn't
2: say I like them. There's a big, big difference.
1: <laughs> right, right. Here's Tina. Well, that's what your Je- Jesse's oh, causing go. problems. Oh, there's Tina. Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, she go. looked incredible. Tiny waist too. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, she dropped us a super
0: chat too. Thank you very much, Tina. Oh, we appreciate it. That's that awesome. very nice of you.
1: Thank you, Tina. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, some of the stories, you know. How people find bodybuilding and how people wind up in bodybuilding. There's some some pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff. You know, I've encountered a lot of, you know, really fascinating stories over the decades of of how people oh, find yeah. bodybuilding. You know, I was just a kid and I saw Conan. That's all. You know, but yeah. <laughs> not yeah. as interesting. Mine wasn't as this deep people. either. No, <laughs> I want to be a freak. Yeah. Got it. I like pro wrestling and I like that the Ultimate Warrior looked awesome. <laughs>
0: All right. David no. says, uh, if you could invent one piece of equipment, what would that be? And for what body part? If I, could invent I, mean, I think they're all really good. They've got a lot of... Like, what else do we need? We got the inner yeah, strength throwing neck machine. What more do we need? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got the got the forearm machines. There's lots of those. We don't need, yeah. yeah. Tibialis. No, yeah. No, no. I. I uh, I think there's a lot of like you know I don't feel like I have anything to contribute on like inventing a machine you know I usually have things to say about machines like oh this pad (laughs) should be bigger or this handle (laughs) should be longer or you know that sort of thing yeah I judge but I don't
0: contribute you know (laughs) the stacks too light you know all right I'm seeing if we have anything else here that we need to get to uh, because I know we're about out of time here uh anything you guys wanted to close with on this episode because I know we're gonna be back guys in just a couple days we got our Wednesday episode coming out as usual uh anything that we need to let the people know I
2: think we're fully covered
0: yeah I I I, I okay,
1: what's with Jesse what did Jesse just he keeps what he keeps super chatting us
0: we got the so- we got the we got the one. He got yeah, the last last. He's been, yeah, he's not allowed
1: to super chat
0: too yeah. often. He is yeah. out of control. Last donation before Dusty stops me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did he do you drop another
0: one? Oh, shit. He did. I didn't even see that. Dude. Yeah. Jesse, <laughs> we got to put you on hold here, man. Yeah. yeah. Back on hold. See, for at Uh-oh. least a month or so. He needs,
1: <laughs> thank like you a, very much. He but... needs an expensive bad habit to eat up this money. Yeah. <laughs> another one. <laughs> he's got, got bodybuilding. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So so he's. Last donation he's if he's yeah. got enough to super chat us, he needs to make some some worse
0: decisions. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, how do each of you handle a rebound after a show? Also, if rebounds are overrated, underrated. Ooh. I wish I could go back
1: in time and, and actually handle my rebounds with the knowledge that I have now from all the people I've helped. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause like I've worked with a lot of people in the last eight years, like, you know, that the last eight years of coaching has really been like interesting. Cause also bodybuilding's come a long ways now. Like we're way smarter than we used to be. And, you know, we were doing stuff 10 years ago that we wouldn't do now. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. a lot of it is, you know, I would, I would push my weight. I would push my weight up too fast on my rebound. Right. Now you want to, you want to get big and you want to max out your fullness and, and look ridiculous, but I would overdo my calories were unnecessarily, um, you know, liberal uh, uh, during my rebounds because there'd be like a stage, you know, like a week post show people in the gym would be like, how much do you weigh? Yeah. You look yeah, crazy. Exactly. Like, I remember this one guy came up to me one year. It was like a week after the show, and I would have competed at like 264 or something like that. And he goes, What do you weigh? And I was like, oh, I'm 290. And he goes, You look crazy. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, my glutes aren't ripped though." And he's like, "Yeah, but what if you were 280, you'd have ripped glutes." And I was like, "Yeah, I wonder if I was ever like truly as big as I should have been because we used to mm. push so hard, to come down, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. And then we used to load right at the end, like it's the sponge thing, yeah. All the mistakes, you know, and mm-hmm. and I just wonder if the physique I put on stage was ever like really what it should have been, you know, with all the diuretics we used to use and and all how we how hard we would push down, you know." Yeah, And, uh, and so I think about that sometimes, you know, as far as like handling rebounds and, and what I've learned from them, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So you got to eat and you want to eat, enjoy yourself, get huge, but you don't have to like force your weight to go up at a crazy rate. People get carried away. I, I control all
2: my clients is, um, their rebounds because very regular thing you guys have all you guys hear. I'm still hungry. I'm like, there's no amount of food I can give you. Right. That's going to make you not hungry. It has to settle down. So we just have to bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, up kinda of slowly. But it's funny because at the same time you're hungry, you're also twenty pounds up. And I'm like, well, think about that. Like, obviously that's fluids and everything else, but I really like to drive that home is you cannot use your appetite as a way to decide how much food you can eat post-show, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh God, no. You know, bring it in <laughs> yeah. slow. And,
2: and sometimes, I mean, I've had multiple guys say, man, I feel like I'm dieting harder now than when we were in prep. And I'm like, no, you're just, you just know there's freedom there that we're not allowing you to have.
1: Yeah. yeah. And there's that fake hunger signal from, from, you know that you're triggering from eating and eating all the carbs and then it makes you hungrier and then your brain wants more sugar and then you got all these crazy things going on and they're like, my body can really take the food right now. And it's like, no, it's still math. You're going to get fat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still
2: math. will still math. It, it
0: always does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, well, is that wrap it for us, guys? Yeah, I wanted to add something to that one, too. Because I I have to say that the one thing I've seen with new competitors is there is a temptation to stop checking in. There's a temptation to disappear. And I've had guys that are the most focused in their preps and totally with me right up until that weekend of the show. And then after they compete, they maybe check back in on Monday And then Thursday, they maybe check back in and tell me how much they messed up. And then after that, they disappear for two months. And you only get this one chance to rebound. I messed up a ton of my rebounds, and I get it. It's difficult to stay plugged in when you don't have the constraints of that show right around the corner. Your family and friends are going to be there, all that stuff. It keeps you plugged in and focused. And then after that, when you do start eating, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, well, it's just making me better. I'm just going to grow. I can use these calories. I need these calories. But you literally only get this one opportunity to do this rebound. And if you end up getting fat and you end up gaining 20 pounds of water, that's not going away. Like it's done. Right. You're done. The only way you could get that back is by dieting down again. But you can't diet down again because you just did that. Now you're just screwed, and you really have to wait till you basically just come around to the next time. So, it's the hardest part, I think, of a bodybuilding prep is the rebound. It's the hardest part to stay focused focused in. So that's my word of caution. There you word go. Word of the wise, yes. And by the way, word of the wise, it's Harvey's fourth
2: birthday today. Everyone oh. should know. Yes. Harvey yes. is now four years old. It's a little bit of a madhouse. We have a big party this weekend, bringing all of his friends over. So we actually do that for anyone wondering. That's hilarious. <clears throat> look at that. There he is with his cake.
1: <laughs>
2: he's on he the move. Had a cake for him.
1: When, when's Oh, look at look him. Look at That's that. That's insane.
0: Yeah, we,
2: he always gets, he, every year they all get their cakes and, and they have their little get together.
0: It is amazing. So, he looks yes. happy.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's wearing the crown. I mean, how could he not be? So how old's Donna and when's her birthday? Donna turns 4 December 8th. So hey, she's right you. behind him. Right behind him. Literally, Literally in that picture. Also. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Yes, good times. So I saw someone ask about Harvey and Donna, so there is the update. Yes. It's getting old, big party this weekend. We'll be we'll be posting okay. about that shortly.
0: Okay. And I'll tell you guys about the trip on the the Wednesday episode. Beautiful. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Remember, like, share, subscribe,
1: comment, and ring the bell. There you go. And remember, I am mutant.com. Go to I Dusty 20 or Big Ron 20. Get your 20% off. Get your ISO surge. Get your all in. And everyone should get on the gear. Okay. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.